Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is brought to you by Eric Lanier. He's the founder of Higher Impact Financial. He is San Diego born and raised. He's a Mount Carmel High School grad as well, and he's a huge Padres fan. And his mission is to align his clients' values and passions with their finances. With so many ideas and noise about how to manage finances well, it can get overwhelming. You need a tailored approach to your big financial goals, and you need a professional who is 100% for you. Because Eric is a fiduciary, he will only make recommendations that truly make sense for you and are in your best interests. He specializes in retirement planning for individuals and couples who are looking to retire in five years or less and are looking for retirement income analysis. Eric will help you put together a plan by looking at your 401k, pension, social security, and more to make sure you're on track to retirement. Along with that, if you're a new family trying to figure out financial planning and investing, Eric can help you too, whether it's figuring out how to manage your debt, paying for college for your kids, or improving your cash flow. Eric's process is designed to give you confidence and a path forward to make progress with your finances. Call Eric at 951-383-3033. Write that number down, 951-383-3033. That's how you can schedule a free phone or Zoom consultation. Advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. All right, what's going on, guys? It is the wrap-up show on a Sunday night. John and Jim are back for you. There's a lot to get into. As you know, we spent a lot of time Friday on Tatis. The fallout continues. We will get into it um, because it's a significant storyline, obviously, not just in 2022, but moving into 2023 and really for the rest of his career. And We'll get into why. Coming up, obviously, we want to hear from you, as always, as the Padres beat the Nationals and win a series. You could argue they should have swept the series, if not for what I would deem an improper overturn at home plate on Saturday night, but they do win this series, which is all you can really ask for, I think, on the road. Um, so please make sure to subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Please subscribe by hitting that subscribe button. Smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you're a member or you want to become a member, click the join button. Tonight, Jim, we have two new emojis for our members. One of them says, Jim sucks. <laughs> the other says, oh. Soto. Because Soto today became the first National League player to draw 100 walks in this few games since Barry Bonds in 2007. So Soto remains a beast. So we have Soto emojis. We have Jim Sucks emojis for members. Click the join button down below if you want to get involved. And of course, uh, if you want to make sure we get your comment, just click that dollar sign down below. We'll get to all of the Supers. We're grateful for the Supers. We appreciate your support of this channel. Jim, how was your weekend? I want to say you were away. I was uh, Santa Monica for uh, relationship girl's best friend's birthday. Mm. Yeah. Was that just like a house party? You guys go out or? No, we went to their house. Uh, they have a great place, like really, literally on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then we went out to dinner, um, stayed up there last night and then drove back today. All right, man. Well, welcome yeah. home. 
and I'm seeing well, literally like the entire chat is the gym sucks gym emoji. Suck. Yeah, can we like, get some gym sucks emojis from our members, please? Please, some gym sucks oh emojis right now in the chat. Uh, now, listen, uh, we should be thanking Jim because ever since he called out Manny Machado and referred to him as one of the worst players in baseball history, <laughs> he's hit like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm completely kidding. But uh, yeah, I know you tweeted out earlier, he was he's hit like 440. I think it's even higher. It's than gone that up now. now. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a couple of hits today. Well, at the time, he was one for two with an RBI. And I think he got another hit and another RBI in the game. So he's probably hitting around 450. Dude, Jeremiah just put like a million Jim Sucks emojis. Dude, everybody's putting Jim Sucks emojis. I love it. Um, Jim Sucks emojis are like the best emojis we've created. Right, it is. Um, yeah, I'm going to take uh, – uh, I'm going to uh, use this as your welcome uh, for about for the Manny Machado stuff, um, even though it has zero to do with me. But in a way, it has everything to do with me. You're welcome, <laughs> Padres fans. Manny Machado uh, today, two for five, two RBIs, has been just scorching hot, really, in this Juan Soto era. Machado yeah. and Soto have been unbelievable so the last two Has Soto weeks. reached base every single game with the Padres? I want to he say has. He's reached, he's reached in 19 straight going back to D.C., um, and he's reached 11 straight with the Padres. His OPS with the Padres is over 1,000. He's hit 350 in 11 games as well. Um, I want to get to this super from Christopher. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. If you want to weigh in with the super, just click the dollar sign down below. We always interact and get to all the supers. We are so grateful for the support of Christopher Wright, longtime viewer and member here on the wrap-up show. He says, hashtag LFGSD. Let's have no-no show who the real stud starter of the National League is tomorrow. You have an amazing pitching matchup tomorrow. Cy Young frontrunner Sandy Alcantara opposite uh, Joe Musgrove, who – is coming off a good outing. He had struggled for three or four outings. We'll get into Miami. Obviously, there's a lot more to discuss, Jim. But did you see this? Too much Morton said on Twitter. The Marlins have gone 15 consecutive games without scoring more than three runs. Let me say that again. And hopefully what? that trend continues. They've gone 15 consecutive games. They've got great starting pitching. Their bullpen is blah. Wow. Their offense is that bad right now. 15 consecutive games without scoring more than three runs. Well, here's the thing. That's that's good news for the Padres, but the bad news is you're facing Sandy Alcantara tomorrow. So I know. trying to score more than three runs off him, that's going to be tough. Yes, it will. I mean, trying to score anything off him is going to be tough. I think they chased him. They chased him in San Diego earlier this year in less than five innings somehow. It's like his shortest outing of his year. Um, he works deep in the games. He throws 120 pitches a lot, 121, 122. It's crazy. Yeah. He throws more pitches than anyone in baseball. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, tomorrow, what was that? Sorry, there's like a bug on the mic. Okay, um, screen door is open. Yeah, good job. <laughs> tomorrow, it, it's. I mean, it, yes, it's in Miami, and you might get twenty five thousand people there at the most. Yeah, but not. maybe not. And yep. you're going to see the game on Bally Sports San Diego and whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. Mm -hmm. But I mean, dude, if I was like ESPN, I don't know if they can do it, but. To put that game on national television because Juan Soto versus Sandy Alcantara and then Juan and then Manny, Manny Machado versus Sandy Alcantara, like that's yeah, at least MLB Network TV. or something. That is must see TV. Juan Soto versus, I mean, come on, man, sign me up. I don't know if they faced yeah. each other this year before. I, I don't know. I would Juan think Soto. so because they're in the same division. Probably, yeah, probably. You know, I, I, yeah, but again, it is must watch television. Yeah, I need to look up. If someone can find that quickly for us and put it in the chat, what are Juan Soto's career numbers against Alcantara? I'm very curious. 
And they've, I mean, they've absolutely faced yeah. each other. I don't know about this year, but they faced each other. So thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Michael, for hanging out in the chat. Michael. It was great to have Michael with us, a member and a longtime supporter and a super chat donor as well. Michael says it's my birthday tomorrow. Let's win tomorrow. So happy early birthday, Michael, from us on the wrap up show. Yes, happy Dude, birthday, Michael. Fly. Bro, sorry. Let it go. I know, but it's like right in front of my face. So, Michael, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Do you want to sing? No. Tomorrow we'll sing, Michael, if you're back. Tomorrow we'll, we'll sing, sing tomorrow. Michael. Yes. Um, happy we'll birthday to Michael. to Michael. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. you. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Man, it'll be a nice one to get. I'm telling you, if you win tomorrow, it's going to be a great trip. That's the linchpin to the trip if they can win tomorrow. Okay, so 299 for 31 lifetime against Alcantara. Pretty good. I bet he's walked a few times as well. So his on base percentage has got to be mid 300s at least Probably. against Alcantara. Man, he's tough though. If you lay his numbers this year, are pretty damn good. If you can get an early run, that could go a long way. Do you want to talk about some other, another guy that has had uh, really good numbers of late? Yeah. Manny? No. You're saying for Blake? the Padres? Blake. Oh, man. Snell. Look, we both, on record, both, earlier this year, were borderline done with him. And, <laughs> and by done with him, it just meant like, look, whatever he gives you, he'll give you. But you're not looking forward to a Blake Snell start. Uh, the start of the season rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Um, I Me too. Yeah. And I even, at one point, I think, you know, said maybe they should look at trading the guy. I don't know if he'll ever. I don't know if he'll ever be comfortable in San Diego, and I don't know if ever if ever if it's going to ever click. Well, he has shut me up, and oh, I'm yeah. happy he did because his last five starts, John, have been incredible. Listen to the stats. Ready? Mm-hmm. He has a .94 ERA. This is his last five starts. Mm-hmm. His WHIP is .91. Wow. This is all in 28 and two thirds innings pitched. He has 39 strikeouts and just five walks. Mm. How about today? 10 strikeouts, no walks. And I think the team, I think he overall is either four and one or five and one in those five starts. Or no, excuse me. He's four and one in those five starts. Or maybe five and oh. I don't know. I think they lost a game one nothing. Did they lose that one nothing game with him on the mound when Drury slid in and his hand popped up? Yeah, I think so. So I, I think he's four and one in those starts. Um, but man, like you know, he's not being talked about a lot, I feel like. And he's been not sneak, he's been sneaky, 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 really, really, really good. Really good. How about this? His last, you're right. Over his last five, that point nine four you talked about, last eight, 2.07. So his second halves, if you combined his August of last year, which is six starts, and his August of this year, he's been like unhittable over uh-huh. those 10 or 11 starts. If he stays healthy, he's pitching in the postseason. He's one of your three starters. If he stays healthy, yeah. he's pitching in the postseason for and this the, team. And the thing with Blake Snell, like when we said what we said about him, he was horrible. He was unwatchable. He was a guy that just was not getting it done. And his ERA, I mean, he he has, to his credit, he has taken his ERA down uh, from like six five to mid threes. I think it was five six. Five, it was as high as five six six or something like that. Yeah, he's and been great. I mean, to lower your ERA yeah. two runs, he has been great. Give him his flowers. He has been amazing. Yeah. Stay healthy. You are absolutely a top three starter for this team going into the postseason if you stay healthy and you continue to pitch like you'd have. Good. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. 
Good job, Blake Snell. Clap, and clap his emojis. career postseason numbers yeah. are really good. So yeah, yeah clap I, in the I'm chat with you. For Blake Snell, he's really good. Clap emojis and Jim sucks in the chat for uh, Blake Snell. Uh, Jesse, thanks for hanging out in Hawaii with us here tonight. Uh, he says, Jim, call out Manaya now. He <laughs> has to be done. Um, yeah, Manaya has not been great. <clears throat> no, he's, he's not. pitched like a number five starter or worse. Hey, and look, if he's if he's a number five starter, that's number five. Yeah, sure. We talked I mean, about that get, before. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna give you a four five ERA. He'll have a couple outings in there where he goes seven, gets up one, yeah, or you know, or two, but, or two, or whatever the case may be. But for a five starter, get four five ERA, four ERA, he'll take it. Yeah, no, I he's agree not your you. main guy. Uh, Michael, we mentioned it. I don't know if you might have come in just a moment late. I had a Manny Effin Machado emoji, but it's too long. It's three lines and it doesn't, it's not legible. So I'll have to come up with one that says like Effin Machado, probably, or Effin Manny, or uh, we'll have to figure it out because Manny Effin Machado was too long to really read on YouTube. So I gave you Jim Sucks and Soto tonight. More Jim Sucks emojis are coming in than Soto emojis so far, but. Feel free to use either, members. And if you want to become a member, click that join button down below. It's John and Jim. We're just getting started as you make your way in. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, make sure to smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We're back in the radio tomorrow at 3 p.m., by the way. We'll get you ready for Marlins and Padres. Please uh, consider the Super. It's a great way to support this channel. And also, please consider joining if you want those custom emojis and badges. We'll tell you about our title sponsors coming up in a moment as well. I feel like I may have missed a super. Here's one from Michael. Thank you again, Michael, for your support of this channel. Thank you guys for the supers. He says, it always happens every year, the day before my birthday, we win. Well, what about your birthday? <laughs> so, yeah. What's well, happened some, on some, your birthday, Michael? Some years they probably haven't played on his birthday, maybe. True. Possible. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, let's uh, start here with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance and tell you about our title sponsor. Um, and again, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renters, or life insurance needs or earthquake insurance needs, Mark's your guy. Here's his website. There's a link down below. He's a San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan. Um, he was as disappointed as we all were Friday when we learned the Tatis news. He was disappointed when we saw that overturned call on Saturday. I do want to get into that. Um, but again, if you want to save money on your insurance and talk Padres baseball with a San Diegan who's a lifelong Padres fan, you got to go to Mark Nimitz. He can save you $750 on your insurance. I've got my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. I had a claim. He saved us literally thousands of dollars and made the process simple, fast, and easy. He's got great service and communication. He'd love to talk to you about your insurance needs. And here's the thing. If you support this channel and you want to support a local business that has supported this channel, Please go with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. Yeah, all his information's above my head. M Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. And also tell him Jim sucks. Please do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Kevin, thanks for following up, and thank you for your membership. Oh, wow. Three homers. 888 OPS, right, with that power. So, I mean, three homers and 31 ABs is pretty good. I mean, is it surprising that Soto gets one of the best pitchers in no. baseball? Is that... I mean, it's not surprising at all. The guy's literally amazing. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you, I mean, Kevin, even, for following. Even when up. he like, even when he gets an out, you know, it's it's every time he's at the plate, you think he's gonna do something. Like he doesn't go in slumps because he's always on base. 
and he's his batting numbers might, might not be great, but he but he'll go like zero for two with like three walks, and you're like, it's a good night. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Juan, I'm not sure what the issue is. I no, I mean you don't need to use Google Pay or anything. To, he says, "I hate Google. I can't even super or renew my membership. Someone tried to hack me. Now I can't use it. You guys take Apple Pay. You might need to set up a new Google account." And I, I don't know, Juan. Um, but thanks for hanging out with us regardless. And we'll make sure to get to some of your comments as we see them as well. So thank you for, for your support of this yeah. channel. Back to Michael who says they haven't played on my birthday that much. So there you go, Jim. There you go. Perfect. Well, tomorrow they play Michael and they're facing one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. And if they win on your birthday, then it's going to be a really great night. Um, yep. because it's not going to be easy. No, nope. not going to be easy. Nope. Uh, Quan, welcome back. Quan, thank you for becoming a member. We appreciate it. And I can tell Jim that he sucks. With a custom emoji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, aren't yeah. you happy? So happy because I literally all I see in the chat from our from our members is Jim sucks. I know. All right. A couple of things I want to get into. And thank you again, Quan. So I want to start with last night. Um, I know you were out and about, but you saw the play in question. So Padre should have won this game. They led three nothing. Um, Darvish was cruising. There were two outs, nobody on the sixth inning, and he allows a guy got on two run home run. <laughs> Whoever that, that Manessis kid is like better than Barry Bonds and like Juan Soto combined. He's like hitting 900. So he allows a two-run home run and then a solo home run, all with two outs. Like, are you serious? Tied to three. Okay. Um, I want to say Padres then load the bases with one out in the, was it the top of the seventh or top of the eighth? They don't score. Then bottom of the inning, base hit through the right side with two outs, some speedy dude on second, like he's going to score. But no, Juan Soto had other ideas. Cannon of a throw. Perfectly placed tag from Aaron Nola. You're watching this thing. You're watching this thing live. You're like, this isn't even question. It, there was a challenge. Like, why are they challenging this? Like, this guy was out by a mile, and then they're challenging because of the home plate rule, right? The post posy rule that's been instituted. I don't know how long, a handful of years, and they ultimately ruled Jim. And you saw the play that Aaron Nola didn't provide a path for the runner. I thought that was complete BS. And there's a number of reasons as to why. A, I don't think he needs a path when he's out by that many feet. B, if you watch the play on replay, his foot while on the plate still provided a lane in front of his foot. He was not in front of the plate. He was in the middle of the plate. There was a lane in front of the plate, in my opinion. Anyway, they overturned it. It's the second time in a week, Jim, they've been screwed by an overturn. Drury by a centimeter. And then this, where Soto throws a dude out by seven feet. <clears throat> and then they end up losing by that score. That run counts. That's the difference, and they lose 4-3. Now, no guarantee they win the game if that run doesn't score. They would have needed to score again, but it was just kind of a disappointing result considering how good of a play it was from Soto and Nola. Yeah, the rule needs to be changed. It's um, so dumb, dude. And it's a very simple fix here. Very simple. The Buster Posey – it's the Buster Posey rule. Mm -hmm. So – what was the reason for the Buster Posey rule? Protecting catchers. And how did Posey get hurt? Well, I mean, at the plate. He got at well, he, he got he got ran over at the plate. Shoulder Correct. first. All yeah. right. Correct. So just make the rule that the runner can't go head first in into home plate with uh, standing up with a shoulder. Like it's right. very simple. Like if you want to slide head first on, you know, whatever the case may be, that's fine. You want to slide feet first, that's fine. But just make the rule very simple. You can't run over or, you know, 
impede the catcher from whatever the case may be. Like you can't physically run over the guy. You have to make a baseball move, which is either sliding head first or sliding feet first. It's a very simple rule because now the rule is you can't block home plate and you're leaving it all up to, um, you know, interpretation. Like it's a lot um, of interpretation. And that's the part that's the bad part of the rule is, and whenever a rule in, in any sport is left up to interpretation, you're fucked. But if you literally just say you can't tackle the guy or you have to make a baseball move, which you, which is either sliding head first on your belly, right? Or you have to slide feet first. You can't go into home plate standing up. It's a very simple fix. And I don't know why they don't do it. it. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's one thing. First of all, you're asking so much of the catcher. Like, think about this. Dude. You have to, you have to, the throw's coming from right, and you got to now apply a tag from a guy trying to score from third, right? Mm-hmm. So how are you supposed to do that? You have to be in the area of home play. Yeah. This is happening in real time. Now, I understand it. If two feet and the body of Nola are literally in front of the base path and in front of home plate, I understand it. Then there literally is no path for the runner. That was not the case last night. And here's no. the other thing about the path. The throw was received by Nola well in advance of the player even sliding. So, like, for me, it shouldn't even apply. Now, it doesn't apply once it's in the mid of the catcher. And he had the ball in his mid three feet before this player slid towards home plate. I just think it was a misinterpretation. I think you're asking so much of catchers. And you're determining postseason games with a stupid rule. And I know this rule is not a first-year rule. Um, but it's like I tweeted it out. I'm like, if this if this isn't an out, then baseball isn't baseball because this was that egregious. It was well, just that ridiculous. That also wasn't the worst uh, play at home plate in the last couple of weeks. You see what happened in Minnesota? Rocco Beldelli literally lost his oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. And, yep. and that like that was a uh, end of the game play. Like that was like they scored the a run, they lose. Like the Padres yep. at least had a chance after they had that a couple run in it. Yep, and it, right. it was only a run that tied it. No, this oh this uh, one gave this game a lead. Okay, but still, yep. like there was still plenty of opportunities left in the game for them to come back. That Minnesota yeah. game, that was the game. That was it. Yeah. Game ended. I hate it. I really do. And I look at these it's two overturns, fix, dude. It's just an easy but, fix. I know. But even the Drury thing, like you had conclusive evidence on that play, really conclusive yeah. guarantee. His hand didn't hit the black of the plate when he's. I mean. And it's also they've had a couple of calls that that's cost them games, Jim. I mean, one run games. You lose on the Drury overturn by one run. You lose on this play by one run. And if you're going to call Drury out there at the plate, and you're going to call the runner out at home, the replay official or the umpire when yeah. they go on the mic needs to do exactly what they do in the NBA and the NFL. Explain to the fans in the stands what, what happened. Like they actually did tonight last night. They said it was a violation of the home plate collision rule. Well, did, how many okay. people in the stands know that? How many how many people <laughs> in the stands know that? Well, you can't even explain it. If you know what I mean, like it's the it's inexplicable. Well, then they need like, to say, look, after further review, it's uh, a dumb rule. It, it's a lot too. It's been it was determined that the catcher didn't give the yeah, base runner a lane. a lane to slide. Therefore, the base runner is safe. That's he may have actually do. said that last night. Maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't listen. But, you know, even the jury played. All they did was say, inconclu- or it's uh, the call in the field's overturned, runners yeah. out. Well, what, what? what did you see? 
Well, the funny see? thing is the umpires don't even, as you know, it's like the umpires aren't even the ones that see anything. It's umpires in New York City. Right. They're the ones. They're just getting, they're just getting fed market offices. Yeah. yeah. Let the umpires in actually there at the stadium. They should talk. Make right. the call and they should talk. But again, going back to your original point, the Posey rule, uh, it's stupid because of how the rules, how the rule is. And it's a very easy fix. The easy fix is make it so the base runner can't knock down the catcher. It has to be a baseball move, sliding head first or sliding feet first. That's it. I just think you got to, if you're an umpire and that's a subjective call and it's at the discretion of you in New York, you need to put on like, you need to say to yourself, like, is this logical or not? Are we really going to allow this run to score because this dude didn't follow the rule to a T, but the runner was out by 10 feet. I mean, you have to ask yourself, like, yeah. the guy was out by 10 feet. We're really going to allow oh. the run to count because his foot was on home plate. Like, you're asking so much of the catcher. These are bang, bang so plays. Dumb. It's not easy for Nola in that spot. And as Michael says, that was a stupid play. Nola didn't block the plate. I agree with you, Michael, and thank you again for the super i think i said uh faces john it's austin nolan not aaron uh, so i don't know if you know this guys but i worked in the minor leagues for 15 years and during my time in the minors aaron nola was a phillies triple a farmhand so i always refer to austin nola as aaron nola because i know no, aaron john, nola before austin nola you can't make any mistakes i don't know i don't know, I don't know clean what you're it up over there clean it up I bro. <laughs> yeah that's right, that's you, my uh, bad fact do you want to get into it some more what? What do you mean? What? His name rhymes with. Well, hold on. Let, let's. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yes, I think we should. Um, I want to. Have we even discussed today? Yeah, we talked about how Blake Snell's Snell. been amazing. Yeah, Will Machado, Soto, Machado. Myers has been great. Myers has been. Hold really on. Let's great. run through a couple of supers. Then you can. Yeah. Well, then we will get into Tatis. Absolutely. Jeremiah says, "Thank you for your membership in the super." Says Bomel said. They are getting more strict with it. That home plate rule, it's dumb. It's dumb. Very dumb. Why are they getting more strict? I mean, why? I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time a player uh, got injured at home plate. I can't No, point. I can't, I can't remember the last time that uh, a player ran over a catcher. I think the last time was uh, maybe like five or six years ago. when No, Voight did it. Didn't Void do it like two weeks ago? Remember, he did it in the first month of the season. He went like through he, someone. He slid feet first, though. Did he? But he, it was like, it was some contact. No, no. I, what I mean is, like, literally going to the home plate, standing up, shoulder to chest. Right, right, right. We have not seen that. Oh, forever. And maybe we have, but I, I, I don't remember. I can't remember. The last time that I remember something happened like that, which is another bullshit thing, is when Anthony Rizzo ran over Austin Hedges like five right. or six years ago. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they didn't enforce the rule there, which was bullshit. No, I remember that vividly. All right, Cam, thank you for the super. Very generous. We appreciate you, Cam. Thank you for your support of this channel and your membership. He says, decent weekend. Hope this is the start of a good hot streak getting into September. Always love this show. J&J, we appreciate that, Cam. Back in the second wildcard spot in LFGSD. Yes, Phillies lost. Brewers lost. Padres are two games ahead of the Brewers for the final wildcard spot and a half game in front of the Phillies right now for that fifth wildcard spot. So I too close for comfort for me, but better than the position that Milwaukee's in. Did you um, see um, You see Taylor Rogers give up that homer in I St. Did. Louis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> A.J. Preller, man, playing, playing chess. 
Um, all right. Uh, Michael, thank you for the super. He says, if we're talking about Myers, call him El Gallo, like Mud calls him. Yeah, three hits today, including a two-out double that gave him an early lead, had another RBI later in this game. He's not playing a lot, but that's – when you're not playing a lot, you can pay dividends like that. I mean, that's that's a huge plus, obviously. And he hasn't done anything all year, so it's nice to see a game like this for Will Myers. Especially with his injuries, maybe it's good that he's not playing every day. And right. that he can, he can heal up and give you maximum effort every time he's out there, which will be in limited capacity. All right. What do you, uh, where do you want to go with the Tatis conversation? Um, ooh, give me one second here. Hold on. Cause I feel like I've reached a point of the stages of grief mm-hmm. where I am now sad. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first part of it was anger. Um, I don't know the five stages of grief. But I know one of them is obviously anger. And we were all angry, I think, on Friday. Like angry to the point of disappointment. And now I'm in my sad stage of the levels of of the stages of of grief. Because there's a a 7-Eleven right on the corner here, right? Mm -hmm. And Friday night after the wrap-up show, I went over there to get a Gatorade. And I put out on Twitter, there is a giant promotion in the 7-Eleven with Fernando Tatis Jr. and Gatorade. And the first thing you see is the word fun. And then driving home today, I think it's right, uh, right before Del Mar. I forget where. And you'll, you know where this sign is if you drive, it, drive, the, drive mm-hmm. the freeway. There's a giant billboard with Fernando Tatis Jr. on it. And I think it's yep. like... Uh, yeah, you're talking about with the uh, the healthcare sign, the healthcare sign, and yep. you see Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. And my first reaction to that was sadness. And then today, I see on Twitter that his jersey at the mall was twenty five percent off. You see a sign that says twenty five percent off, and that's my first. That's that. This is where I'm at now. It's like I feel sad that that he he did this and didn't think about the ramifications. To now, where I'm sure in a couple of weeks or even months, maybe sooner, all those things we're not going to see anymore. Those are going to be gone, and he might have an opportunity to get those back in the future. But I do think there's a real possibility that he, we won't be seeing him on national commercials for a long time. We won't be seeing him promoting Gatorade. We won't be seeing him promote his Adidas brand as much as he was, because he has now turned into whether he likes it or not the face of steroids that's how it is well everything you said is spot on and dan we were going to talk about this as well we did see it did you guys see what a rod said um about tatis tonight that he should have learned from him so what he said and that's paraphrasing obviously um he said that he was heartbroken when he heard about it he said it will stick with him for the rest of his life um as it stuck with a rod and like you said here uh dan in this comment uh he, he said that he wished players younger than him learned from his mistakes. I think he said his debacle. Um, he said yeah. he did it when he was trying to get back healthy in his late 30s. Um, and it's easy to say that. We all say that. It's like if you're a parent, you know you don't want your children to repeat the same mistakes you made when you were younger. But sometimes children do, mis- do repeat the mistakes of their um, parents, obviously. Here's the thing with Tatis. I agree with what you said. It, it is It is sad. But I'm still at the point where I'm unwilling 
to get past the anger portion of it because yes, it's absolutely sad, but he did this to himself and he's done it to his team. And for me, at least now, it's hard to forgive that. I think there will there will be a redemption tour. This is going to play out over a long time. We got months until we see him on the field, probably May of 2023. I'm angry. Um, I think the clubhouse is angry. Now, maybe he's got some explaining to do. He is able to be with the team, except when the gates are open and in the clubhouse and dugout during games. But when the team is at home, he can be with the team working out before games. He can be in Arizona. He can play during spring training um, in 2023. He's got a lot of explaining to do to his teammates, to the fans of this franchise. Maybe some of what he said in his statement is factual and accurate. Maybe it's not. I really don't fully know. I'm just upset that we're in this once-in-a-lifetime moment. How many times do we say this a week ago, Jim? Where it's like, you got Soto and Machado and Tatis. Embrace it. It's not going to last forever. And he's taken away some of that time together. This big three is only a big 2.5 because he took himself out of the equation for at least one of the years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and- But I am sad, but I'm more angered than, than sad. I think I, the, the sadness comes from like the disappointment of him, of him doing this that like and I'm sure all Padres fans they wanted Fernando Tatis Jr to be the guy right like of yep. the big th- of the big 3 Tatis is, was going to be the most popular mm-hmm. and he was going to be the, the guy he was going to be and I hate to you know I'm sorry to bring this up he he would be the 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 Steph Curry of the Padres the, the baby go. Just you know what I'm talking about, um, though. <laughs> yep. You know, like he's the most. He'd be the most. He was going to be the most beloved player of the big three of Soto Manny, I believe. And now that's gone, and it's it is very sad. And 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 yes, I think the anger does creep into mm-hmm. as well, uh, because the sadness and the anger are tied together. You're angry and then you get sad. And then because you're sad is the reason why you're sad is because you were angry and you're angry because he did this. And you're angry that how could, how could you not have someone around you like give you good advice? How could you not have the people around you lead you down a path that wasn't this one, that, that, that how could you have that happen? You know, you're not a kid anymore. This is not a situation where he's 15, 16 years old. You're 23, man. Like it's his fourth year in the big leagues. You're an adult. Okay. You've been around adults for your entire baseball career. This is not like a situation where you're around kids all the time, or at least around teenagers. And uh, I think that what he needs to do more than anything right now is try and get out in front of this. And I don't know when that's going to be. Well, that's impossible. Well, (laughs) the front is over. It's over, but what I mean by that is he cannot wait. Let it linger until yeah. next spring. I agree with that. He will be in spring training. He needs to get out in front of this by talking to the media ASAP. But does he the- even know? But when he talks to him, and I agree with you, but he's the guy that always creates more questions than answers when he answers questions from the media. He's always been that guy. Which crash? Um, oh, I've been swinging since my surgery. He says. He puts his foot in his mouth constantly. Well, you know what, then, John? Then whoever is around him, guiding him, either needs to help the kid out, or he needs they, those people need to be fired. Because there can't be a situation where he talks to the media 
And at the end of the conference or whatever, at the end of the media mm-hmm. session, there's more questions than answers. So whoever's guiding this guy and whoever's, you know, by t- in, in Tatis's inner circle, whether it's his dad, I don't know, whoever it is, then then this goes on them as well. And they need to help Tatis more than anything right now. They can't let this, they can't let this 23 year old kid just hang out to dry. They can't. Is he to be, here's my question. And listen, people can change. He, and like you said, he's not a 16 year old, but he's also not a 40 year old. He can change at 23. He can learn lessons. I would have thought he learned lessons from what happened on that motorcycle. Apparently not. Um, So he can still change. I, I have to ask this question. Up until this point, has he been truthful? Probably not. In in a lot of different areas with Padres fans and with his teammates and in front of the media. Because I saw quotes. I don't know if you saw this because you were away. You need to find the Dennis Lynn article where he, Dennis Lynn, to his credit, really wrote a phenomenal piece saying, this is on both the Padres and Tatis. Who are you giving $340 million to? And he had quotes in there saying, this has always been who he, who he is. They let him get away with murder. I'm paraphrasing. They don't say that, but they let him get away with things. So there's some level of accountability on the organization, if that's accurate. Not the fact that he took steroids, but the fact that they treat him differently from other players. They created this monster. Right. So I think if you're Fernando Tatis Jr., you need to, you need to now look at yourself as a member of a team, not someone separate from a team that is special. You need to be humbled by this. You need to work hard now. Maybe you need to get your shoulder fixed. That's a topic maybe for another day. Mm-hmm. He, he has not, the, the whole book on Fernando Tatis Jr. has not been written. Now, there's a big chapter here on what happened and transpired. And believe me, it'll follow him for forever, as A-Rod said, because it does in this sport. But it's not everything. It's not the entirety of the A-Rod story. It just isn't. It's not the entirety of the Fernando Tatis Jr. story unless he makes it to be the story. Here's the worst thing that can ever happen, Jim, in my opinion, with Tatis. The worst thing that can ever happen to an athlete with his potential is to never live live up to it. If Fernando Tatis Jr. is nothing more than the potential that we saw when he was a 20 and 21-year-old, and that's the best we ever see of him, and he's never able to stay on field healthy, and if he never produces the way we thought he would for a five, six, seven-year period – that's the worst thing for me I'll ever say about Tatis, that he never lived, lived up to his potential. Uh, the steroid thing sucks, but he can still redeem himself, I think, in the eyes of Padres fans by being humbled and by performing and by getting himself healthy and putting this behind him. And that's the path he was going down before this, the PED pop was, can this guy stay healthy for a full season? Can this guy perform and live up to that potential? Can this guy... Hmm be what he was last year for a full 162 game season. So I, I completely agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about Tatis and steroids and, you know, we mentioned it. I, I think I mentioned it on Friday night. Like he's not a criminal. <laughs> he's, no, not, he's not, he's not, he's not a guy that went out and like got involved in a domestic dispute no, or, it's not that you know, had charges drawn against him or whatever the case may be. This whole situation boils down to being immature and making a horrible mistake. That mm-hmm. caught that's, that's from a baseball know, perspective. From, like if, if he wasn't right. a baseball player and this happened, nobody would ever care in a million no. years. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's an, it's immaturity. 
and a huge mistake as a baseball player yeah. on the on the field that he cost himself because he's not going to be here for potentially the playoffs and um you know it's it, this is his own doing this is something he's going to have to really live with and, and he's got a lot of making up to do in that clubhouse and, and with the front office um because he let them down uh as as a teammate as a player best case scenario this changes him it's possible people change it happens moments occur in lives and sometimes that creates a 180 effect other times people go deeper into a hole so it's going to ultimately be on him what does he make of this how does he use this does he use it as motivation does he use it to put himself back in a position where he's helping this team as soon as he's back in the field next may it could be april if this team makes a playoff run here in 2022 jake thank you for the super he says tatis is dead to me i mean we're not going to tell people how to be fans i understand the frustration nope. i do he says number 13 and number 22 is where it's at and listen the revere and passion and love for tatis universally in the city has now changed do i believe he'll be embraced when he comes back and produces i personally do do i think that everyone will feel the same way about tatis they did three days ago no probably not but i do feel as if he can redeem himself, at least in the eyes of this city, by changing his ways, staying on field, and producing. And I'll, I'll be very curious. This is this is now to a different level of this story. I'll be very curious to see when we get in the ballpark next. What? Uh, yep. Well, no, no, not even that. Just do how many Tatis jerseys do we see around oh. the ballpark? How <laughs> many, many? How many are, are the Padres? Because uh, you know the number one selling jersey of this team is Fernando Tatis Jr. Remember when we went to a gamer this year, an entire family, mom, dad, and three kids were all wearing Tatis yes. jerseys. So yes. it's going to be very interesting to see how much the Padres' organization continue, or if they if they do continue, to put Tatis's jersey front and center in a team store, front and center in all the concession stands around the ballpark, because that's the number one guy. That's the number I, would, one I wouldn't jersey. be surprised if that merch was gone through the suspension. And that's my from point. The actual, is, I don't know. And so the so looking at there is that's another aspect here that not only is Tatis hurting himself and his teammates, he's hurting the organization from making money. You know, like people are going to want to buy his jersey, and I'm sure a lot of people will, but a lot mm. of people won't. And you've cost his team how many millions of dollars now because of your immaturity yeah, and mistake? No, but here's what he really cost them. Arguably, if they don't win the World Series, we might look back and say he cost them a chance to win the World Series. Like, that's how important this player is. You're not losing Drew Pomerantz. It's a nice piece, by the way, in an eighth inning. You're not losing um, Trent Grisham, who's played, by the way, very well recently. Um, but you're losing Fernando Tatis Jr. We saw him hit 42 home runs in 130 games. <laughs> you're uh -huh. losing a 42 home run hitter in 130 games last year. And I, and I really so do what think, he might cost you is a World Series. True. And I do think to people saying that the reason why he hit 42 home runs was because he's a steroid user. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think that. So. I think the what reason. What about his 2020 why, year? He was on pace like, for 50 I, home runs. I think the main reason why he took steroids, and this is just all speculation, but you've seen a little bit of it said through other people, is that um, he was hurt. Yep. He was embarrassed by it. He tried thought to cover he could get it up. Back on the field. He thought he wanted to get back on the field yep. as soon as possible. So he thought this was the best way to do it. Yep. 
and it ended up backfiring in the biggest way possible. And not only backfiring, there are those that believe that anabolic steroids actually slow bone healing. We saw articles on that. So you're slowing. Uh-huh. And by the way, this is supposed to be a three-month injury. It's been five months. He wasn't even going to be back. So it's not like, oh, my gosh, they're playing with it. He still wasn't even going to be back. We thought because, it might have been Thursday of next week. Because remember um, in July when they tested out his wrist and they said it's not where they want it to be? And we're like, right. like oh, it's a little it, slow like, healing. And we're like, what? Like this is this we told we were told three about three to four months. And now it's and five. Now, then it was five. Like something's wrong here. So just, a lot of things are adding up to uh, make more sense now. Vito, I didn't see this or hear this quote. Was this today or last night? I didn't see anything from Melvin today. He says, what do you guys think of Bomel saying that he called Tatis? Don't you think Tatis should be the one to reach out? I do, Vito. I absolutely do. Yep. I don't know if Tatis texted or left a voicemail or I don't know the circumstance. I really don't. I, I have no idea the circumstance, but um, I hope that Tatis was contrite. I hope that Tatis is willing to admit a failure. I think in a statement, he kind of, I mean, I thought there was an excuse. Oh, I had ringworm, but I'm not going to appeal yes. this. Well, if you really had ringworm, I think you would appeal it because that's yeah. that's not reasonable and fair that you were popped for something that had nothing to do with the other. But he's got no defense here. He has no legitimate defense. If he did, it would be appealed. And that's why he had appealed it, because there's no defense. I said this on Friday night, Jim. If there's any silver lining, I don't think he was going to be 100% this year. I really don't. We heard people say that. And again, the slow bone healing, I still think he could have impacted this team at not 100%. So maybe the next time we see him, he actually is fully healthy. But And we don't know. Bob Melvin said this Friday night. He said, we don't know who he would have been. And he was trying to, again, explain it away and kind of be like, hey, we're okay. He's like, we don't know what he would have been. He hasn't played in a year. And he's coming off a serious injury. But I mean, again, it, it just it hurts just your core because everyone's been waiting for this guy all year, and now he's not going back. The statement is not even close to good enough. The no. not calling AJ Preller and Peter Sider right away is another sign of immaturity on his part. And I didn't see what Melvin said today, but if if Melvin had to reach out to Tatis before Tatis reached out to Melvin, Not another good. sign of immaturity from him. And at some point, very fucking quickly, he needs to learn that that this is on him, and he needs to make amends or at least try to make amends right now. And a, a statement ain't going to cut it. Well said. Do want to remind our viewers about our partnership with Aura. If you're looking to get 30% off your order, click this Build Your Routine button down below. There's a link down below if you're watching this video right now on YouTube, ORA.organic. Great company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. They have offices in Liberty Station. This is plant-based nutrition. I'm talking about probiotics. I take one every single day for digestion and a million other reasons. They have proteins for after workouts, all of them plant-based. Pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils, immunity pills, sleep pills, which I take all the time. And I've been sleeping very well thanks to Aura. So, again, if you're looking to get healthier, if you want to support a local business, if you want 30% off your first order, they have something for everyone. Yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends. ORA.organic, 30% off your first order. Great way to support this channel. And go there right now. Uh, They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. The thing that I take the most is the raspberry lemonade flavored pre-workout. It's the best pre-workout on the market. In my opinion, it's the healthiest. That's not my opinion. It really is. 
uh, vegan-based, organic. It tastes delicious. It will give you everything you need for a great workout without the side effects of uh, crash or, you know, the super tingles when you get when you take it. So go there right now, uh, www.aura.organic. Build your routine, 30% off your first order. Uh, you'll thank us later. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Aura. Apologies if my internet's kind of going out, but it should be back. All right, Rich, loyal viewer, member, thank you for your support with the Super. Great way to support this channel. If you click that dollar sign down below in the chat box, we'll get to all of the Supers tonight. He says, will they pull Tatis from the in-between inning scoreboard video or cancel Tatis bobblehead September 7th? I'd be very surprised. I don't think think you clear the organization of Fernando Tatis Jr. I, I don't think they eliminate all... References to Fernando Tatis Jr., I just don't. I think he's too important for their future as well. He's could the there first... be some changes? I think there could be some uh, changes. Dude, I, I, hit is... the, I think the bobblehead's happening. He is fr- – just thinking about what Rich just said, he is front and center on every single billboard at Petco Park. You realize that, right? <laughs> right. So that's why I don't think it, I don't think they're coming down. They can't. It's too late in the season. They need a lot of time. and. and they right. might put they might put new ones up if they make the postseason or when they make the postseason, but the bobblehead night on September seventh. Oh my god, dude, that's gonna be. Oof. Yeah, maybe they wait till next year. Maybe they do move it, but there's probably a sponsor attached to it. Again, it's it's a, it is it's a headache. It's a nightmare for the Padres marketing department because you've nightmare. got a lot of stuff. It's par- it is a yeah. nightmare because they were it gearing is. up to to market Soto, Tatis, and Manny, and now they have to kind of put Soto on the back burner and kind of decide what they're going to do with Tatis here. No, you're saying put Tatis on the back burner? No, no, no. Put 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 Soto on the back burner because the number one thing now, the marketing department, is to figure out how they're going to continue or if they continue promoting Fernando Tatis Jr. for the rest of the hmm. season. And obviously how they go into next season as well because the marketing department, they don't wait until the first game of next year to f- decide. No, it's like six months down. It's it is it's it's they're starting the process now of what they want to do next year for, for 2023 for 2020 yeah. bobbleheads, beach towels, shirts, hats, cards, like and you name it. And Tatis was a huge part of this year. And and now I'm sure the marketing department and I'm sure Eric Grubner, his head just went spinning when he found out about this. But here's the good news for the marketing department moving forward. You started this year with Tatis and Machado as your Uber you know, superstars. And that next year you still have Soto and Machado. Like you can market these players. You might take a step back with Tatis in 2023 as well and see what happens. And then, you know, rebound in 2024, but you have, you have one Soto and Manny Machado. You're fine from a marketing perspective, but it is a headache with Fernando Tatis Jr. Jared, thank you again for the super and your membership. He says newsflash chat. Tatis ain't leaving. I agree with that. He says FFS. If you know, you know, um, and then LFGSD. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, where's he going? <laughs> it's, no. Where's he going? No. And and I'm not a proponent of trading him or trying to avoid his contract. But the question does have to be put out there is what is Preller going to want to do? Right? Like, there, I'm sure there's a lot of everything's going to be put on the table. What is Preller going to want to do? And what is he willing to do? If if he decides and the organization decides they need to move on from Tatis, but for me personally, I I think you you, you keep him, and he's got to learn and grow up. 
but it's all it's not about us. It's about what Preller wants to do. And and reading those comments from Preller over the weekend, that did not sound like a guy who was very happy. You you'll know everything you need to know the next time Peter Seidler speaks. Which I'm sure he's still. I mean, he's got to be heartbroken, dude. He has got yeah. to be got absolutely it. heartbroken. Um, and well, it's, just Peter, a, it's a level of betrayal when someone does something like that to you. You gave him three hundred forty yeah. million dollars in the in the world, and you repay the organization by falling off a motorcycle and then taking steroids. Not great. Not good. Um, I, you know, I think this is a fair question, Larry Joe. I've seen people come to the defense of Tatis and say, well, hold on, just because he tested positive here doesn't mean he's taken them previously. But how do we know that? He says, do you think there's a possibility that he's taken steroids before, but this was the first time he's gotten caught? I have no idea. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the one to defend him. <laughs> all night and day and be like, this is the only time. I, I think there's a plausible scenario where it is the only time. And I think there's a very plausible scenario where it's not the only time. Could he have taken them in the offseason during the lockout when there may have been a brief stoppage in testing? I don't know the full extent of that, by the way. It was reported. There may have been some stoppage in testing. Could he have taken them, taken them previous? I have no clue. I'm not going to come to his defense, though, and say, this is the only time it's ever happened. And, oh, Woe is Tatis, and oh, what a shame. I have no idea, you know? And I don't know how trustworthy he is. So, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I remember that clear as day when the, when the report came out that baseball was going to stop testing for steroids or PEDs. Um, that was during the lockout. I'm not saying that's the that reason. when he had an injury. I'm not – yeah, and I think the – I think what happened and it's just – pure speculation you know he broke his wrist he knew he did something that he wasn't supposed to be doing and he tried to cover it up and tried to heal as fast as he wanted to heal as fast as possible and he took something that he thought could do it and it was a steroid it was a testosterone and um he wasn't thinking um it didn't heal properly it ended up fucking his wrist up even more maybe um and he never told anybody that he got an accident he actually did the opposite he told everybody that he that nothing was wrong yeah, there's an amazing timeline, Jim. We talked about it. Um, I saw it on social media as well. I mean, if you look at the number of times he has been misleading or untruthful in the last year, it's by past one hand of instances. I mean, there are a lot of instances. Oh, I, I didn't swing a bat. Oh, I did swing a bat. Oh, I didn't fall off a motorcycle. Oh, I did fall off a motorcycle. Well, it starts with the shoulder. Okay. It wasn't misleading there, but he was defiant. He was standoffish against the recommendations of the team and the team doctors. That's, that's number one. Uh, number two is the motorcycle. Number three is the line about the motorcycle. Number four is not getting an MRI on the motorcycle um, when, he, when he knew that his wrist was hurting. Number five is the press conference at the start of spring training. Which accident? Uh, which accident. Number six is swinging a bat before team doctors allowed it. Number seven is getting caught, <laughs> it, you know, swinging number a bat. Number eight is the statement. Number eight's the statement, or number eight's the PEDs. Number nine's the statement. It's just too much. It's he's got to change his ways, and he just has to stay on field. He needs to hit the ground running. Like all I want to hear about from Fernando Tatis Jr. moving forward is his on-field play. He's got to he's got to he's avoid off-field issues. He's, he's got to avoid be squeaky clean, dude. He's got to be squeaky, squeaky clean. Because again, squeaky if, he gets, clean. If, if he gets popped again, he's done. I mean, he'll never. I mean, at that no. point. There's no scenario where he makes it through 14 years with the Padres. It becomes one of the worst deals you can possibly sign if he misses 162 at some point after missing 80. Uh, but considering he's too, already John. missed hundreds of games as a player. And another thing, too, like 
if he truly took this anabolic steroid, testosterone, or whatever they can, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. cholesterol, I don't even know. If he mm-hmm. truly take it, if he truly took it because of the injury and, and he wanted to get back fast because because of it, mm-hmm. well, the dude's in, the dude's injury prone, and you hope that once he gets injured in the future, because as of right now, it's it's his mo. You hope he doesn't want to, you do you hope he doesn't want to resort to something like that to try to get back on the field quicker. To your point. Well, at this point, I mean, come on. If you do it again, then you can't learn. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, he, he cannot do it again. It's as simple as that. Um, Dago, thank you for the super. Appreciate the supers tonight. Great way to support this channel. Thank you, guys. Just click that dollar sign in the chat down below. He says, "Does Tatis get the hit by pitch treatment like a Rod?" I don't, I don't even recall that. No, um, no, A-Rod, I don't think A-Rod. so. I don't think I don't think players will hold this against Fernando Tatis Jr. I, I think there's no. No, I, I don't. I really don't and, think so. All right. And the reason why I think people held it against A Rod so much is A Rod lied about it. Lied so many times, so many times, and A Rod was on a trajectory to pass not only yeah, like Hank Babe Aaron, Ruth. but now but Barry Bonds yeah. for the most right. home runs in the history of baseball. And right. when you start when you start breaking records that have lasted for decades. That's when people start being like, "This, no, fuck that." We, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Tatis ain't touching any records because he's never on <laughs> field, <laughs> never yeah. any longevity records. He's got no shot. Uh, Jared, thank you again for the super. Thank you for your membership. He says they even said he's been routinely tested clean. I know he had that in a statement. I just don't know. I, I don't know how often they're tested. I don't know what it looks like in the off season. I don't know what guys do to avoid testing positive. I don't know. I can't guarantee John Schaefer. I cannot guarantee that Fernando Tatis Jr. has never taken steroids other than this one time. Maybe that's accurate. Maybe it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not the uh, hill I'm going to die on. No, I'm not going to die on a hill that, uh, like, oh, well, he took steroids to get to where he was. Like, no, this is, this is the, he got popped, showed up positive. And to me, that's what we, that's what's been talked about. And you could look at Tatis as a 20-year-old and say, oh, my God, look at him. He was a skinny, wiry kid. But, yeah, he was 20. A lot of guys changed their body size from 20 to 23. I would have thought nothing of it if not for a positive test. Now that he has the positive test, Preller said it. Preller said to the media, we're going to go back and look at what's been going on in the offseason. We're going to look at the shoulder. We're going to look at the wrist. Okay, We're going to take a further examination of what transpired. Maybe because they've got lawyers. And if they really want to look at this thing and they want to see what he, he's been in violation of and what he hasn't, if they really well, want to rip this thing up. That, that goes to my point of like, what is AJ Perler going to do? And if he truly wants to go down that path of trying to get out underneath from this contract, then that's, you know, that's what this Are team is going to do is try, try to do. Are we I don't at know. that point? I mean, we might be. The motorcycle might have been like, can hey, we, enough. Can you – I mean, would you – all right. I know we're running up against here, but if they did find a way – I'm just saying hypothetically. If Preller did find a way to void his contract, would you be mad about it? Um, Honestly, I want to see the redemption. I think great stories are those where guys can come full circle. Like to go from hero to goat back to hero is an amazing accomplishment. It's hard to do. Very few people have ever had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see him 
live up to his potential in a Padres uniform. If that doesn't happen, it's on him. I'm not going to blame AJ Preller or Peter Seidler. I will always say, I'll always say though, what could have been. I don't want to say what could have been with Fernando Tatis Jr. I still think if you part ways with him right now, he's going to pay dividends in a massive way with someone along the way. Um, I would hold on to him. Um, It's not my money. It's not my decision. If it was up to me, a 23-year-old that will be 24 next year when he returns, I think there's many more good days still in front of him that could make up for all of this, but that's for them to determine. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I I don't know what they're going to do, but a lot of of thinking that Preller has to do right now. Oh, yeah. A lot of thinking. And again, that's even if they like – who knows? What are their motivations? They want out of it? Do they not? Mm-hmm. Can it be ripped up? Can it not be? Uh, Jared, thank you again for the super. Says, hey guys, remember when Blake Snell was dealing today and we won six nothing, or will this dominate everything now? I mean, tomorrow on Sports yes, Talk Radio, it I will. think the only people that have talked about it on Sports Talk Radio because the game was on on Friday afternoon. Jim and I had our show and we spent three or four hours on it. We but, talked about Blake Snell for the first thirty minutes of the show tonight. But no, here, here's the thing. Um, Nobody's talked about it. So everyone's going to talk about it on Monday. I mean, this is the thing is, I understand the point. I think he's kidding to some extent as well, but I get it. Like the team has to move on, but can the fans and the media and now there's headwinds and distractions? Like, can you move on from your star player costing this team a chance to potentially get into the postseason and or win a World Series? Like that, that's a lot to ask a team to get over. Look, Hassan Kim takes steroids. You move on from the conversation. Yeah, George whatever. and Profart. Jerkson Profar takes steroids. You talk yes. about it. You move on. It would suck, but yep. the Fernando Tatis Jr. is not that type of player. He was regarded as the face of baseball. This story is not something you just move on from. Okay, this is a story that has to be talked about because not only is he the fa- the poten- he was the face of baseball, he's the face of your franchise. You got a contract that's worth three hundred forty million dollars. This is not something you move on from at all <laughs> jared follows up by saying sorry i was puking for the first 30 minutes probably because of tatis right <laughs> exactly right. hey exactly. look if, if fans and, and i yeah probably and i see like you know move on that's fine you want to move on that's fine but i'm sorry that's not this is not a player that you move on from at all especially well, what happened with him well, this is like, you know, on ESPN, we say, like, why do they talk about the NFL 365 days a year? Because they know that when they talk about the NFL, it pays the bills. I mean, ultimately, topic number one among Padres fans is going to be Fernando Tatis Jr., at least in the short term. I'm with you. The, the team can't worry about it. Um, but, I mean, the media is going to harp on it. I think fans are going to harp on it when they come home Thursday. It's going to be a huge story. The media's first interaction with the club since since the suspension. Ultimately, it's not going to be this crazy. It, we're not going to talk about it for 45 consecutive days. I think the team well, will be able to turn a page on this. It's just in the short term, this is a – there's a lot. It's a big story, obviously. You, you know who needs to move on from it? And I'll, I'll, I'll give – I'll say this. You're absolutely right. If you mean – the team does because the team yep. cannot hang their head over this Tati situation. Truly, I think they probably all talked more. And after Friday night, they've moved on. And that, as they should, because they got business to take care of. Mm-hmm. They get, they're in a pennant race. They need to go with, with the players they have. No one else is coming. And they need to have this not be a distraction. Absolutely. Media, us, me, John, anybody else, we're not moving on. 
players, though, yeah. this season absolutely need to move on from this and not have this linger because they got a job to do and they need to be fully invested into the on-field. They cannot worry about the off-field stuff. And they have a very good shot at winning a World Series and they can't let Tatis be a distraction. What's interesting, it's less and less of a story the more and more they win. If this team plays good baseball, it is not going to be a huge story down the stretch. If this team goes in the tank, no one's anticipating that. It'll be a huge story down the stretch if this team goes in the tank. Solo Dolo, thank you, says, how do you lift with a broken wrist? He got big. I don't. I have no idea. I Did really you know don't. The way that you know trainers are these days and workout programs, you don't just have to yeah. – it's a lot it's not it's not a lot of picking up weights and doing curls like there's a there's a lot of things you can do that you can you can get big from without using your wrist and one of them is your legs you don't use your mm -hmm. wrist when you get your legs bigger i'm not saying mm -hmm. that you know he got his legs bigger because of steroids no but you can lift and do other things even if you have a bummed wrist no, it's true. You're 100% right. Um, I do want to remind our viewers about our partnership with Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Omar is here for all Padres fans. If you have any mortgage needs, you got to get in contact with Omar Sanchez. Uh, you can text him right now. He's available to you right now. Literally text him right now. 619-387-7798. That's 619-387-7798. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage needs. He's a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. In fact, he went to San Diego State. If you're looking to buy your dream home, he can help you. If you're looking to refinance to consolidate debt, he can help. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar. You're going to get a free consultation. If you are looking for referral partners to expand your book of business, you can reach out to Omar directly. I'm talking about divorce attorneys, immigration attorneys, insurance agents, CPAs, realtors, and more. Omar wants to help you grow your business as well. Again, Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance, local business. If you support this channel and if you have mortgage needs, please get in contact with Omar. Yeah, uh, scan the QR code there. It'll take you to his website, edgehomefinance.com. The best race, the best way to reach out to Omar, phone number right there, 619-387-7798. You can text him any time of the day about any loan or mortgage needs. And you reach out to him. Let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Real quick before we roll, Jim, and I'll see if any supers have rolled in. But before we go, uh, Josh Bell in D.C. hitless. He's hitting about 150 in 11 games with the Padres. I don't know what he was, 0 for 12, 0 for 13 this series. Hit a ball hard today in the gap, and there was an amazing play made on it. But not worried. any concern with Josh Bell? No, because they're winning baseball games now. And I know Josh Bell is in the cleanup spot a lot, but, um, you know, you, Manny and Soto have yep. really, the last week here, taken over for this lineup. Um, I, I'm not worried about Bell. I think he's still going to produce. Um, he's a he's a threat still. This is not this is not Eric Hosmer, <laughs> right? They, I still feel like he has potential, like a lot of potential here, and he's a threat every time he comes to the plate um, because he's got a good history. Um, and still major upgrade over Hosmer. Oh, right. Shoot. Just, yeah, I'm with I you. I mean, when he starts getting – imagine when he gets hot. And, then you get so, hot. and you have Soto and you have Manny and then Drury behind him. Like, you're two, three, four, five, six, even with Cronenworth. Dude, still fucking damn good. Yeah, the good thing is Grisham's been better. He's, he's like first on the team at Homer since late May. 
Uh, Myers, again, today was clutch. Alfaro batting ninth, had a base hit. Kim's been really good. Look at this from our buddy, Spenny Bats. Spencer, Ooh. thank you. Thank you, for Spencer. the very generous super that has just rolled in here late. We appreciate it, guys. We really do. I uh, says, last few days has honestly just felt like a lot of processing. Uh, we're with you. But I have this feeling today that something good will come out of all of this. I really do. Also, great few wins. Profar Kim, gold glove campaign. It's funny he says that, Jim. Sometimes you can't see it when you're in it like this. Like you can't see the forest through the trees or whatever the saying is. With time, there will be another side to this. Like everyone's going to get through this, including Fernando Tatis Jr. in some form or fashion. So... Can it in the long run be beneficial for this team or this player? Maybe. Easier to say right, you know, easy for me to say right now, is that going to happen or not? But maybe in the long run, Tatis will ultimately learn from this and be better for it. Maybe. It's at least a possibility. Possibly. It feels like the that what can go wrong will go wrong with any sports in this town at times. Um but I can look at one positive to Spencer's point. Like, okay, still processing what happened, but today, but feeling like today something good could come out of it, all of this. Just look at the trade deadline last year. That was a shit show. And guess what came out of it? You got Juan Soto this year. Make that trade last year, you'll get Juan Soto. So true. Maybe you're right, Spencer. Maybe something good good will come out of this and and we'll look back at, at Tatis getting suspended for PEDs as um a turning point of some time of some could be type. could be it'll be really weird if they can win a world series without him that i, I do be amazing yeah. but then it's Maybe. like oh well you know well i point, mean look you, you got you, i still say yeah but you know you got the bats i think you you have the guys that can get hot you have you know drury can really be a power threat josh bell if he gets hot i mean soto manny leading the way you're you're you know, Grisham, Myers, like they got the pitching bullpen. Do we see Josh Hader all this weekend, by the way? No, he's like a missing person program or playing golf. I mean, how about this? They acquired him 15 or 16 days ago. He's had one save opportunity. He blew and three it. Appear- and three appearances. That's the thing with closers. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a weird business. Yeah. Um, all I know is if they see him in Miami, he's got to hold a lead because Miami, again, these are going to be tight, low-scoring games probably. Um, you know, so at some point we got to see him. At some point we have to see him. All right. Do want to thank everyone for hanging out. Thank you, Spencer, for that very generous super chat. We appreciate your support of this channel, guys. Please subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, that's all we ask. Please subscribe. Hit the notification bell as well. You'll be notified when we have new videos. Uh, thank you, Jared, for this uh, super as well. He says, I'm not worried, plus Grisham looks comfortable jared thank you for your membership and the supers and being a mod thank you guys for hanging out tonight so please subscribe please make sure to smash the like button please follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd if you want to become a member click the join button you're getting the jim sucks emoji if you become a member here tonight also on your way out i do want to remind you about our podcast anchor.fm backslash wrap-up show anchor.fm backslash wrap-up show it's presented by eric lanier at higher impact financial if you have financial goals or needs check them out higherimpactfinancial.com and for an audio only edition of the wrap-up show you can get it each and every day at anchor.fm backslash wrap-up show if you want the cool merch like marty's wearing there and like jim is wearing in that photo you see right now 
There is a link down below for wrap-up show, reach around show, and John and Jim merch. And again, I mentioned the membership. Here it is, emojis, badges, and members-only content. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance. He can save you $750 on your insurance needs. Aura, 30% off your first order, ORA.organic. Again, ORA.organic. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. And Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance. We just told you about him. 619-387-7798. 619-387-7798. He's here to help Padres fans with their mortgage needs. All right, guys, have a good Sunday night. We'll catch up tomorrow night. Alcantara, Musgrove, game one in Miami. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, guys. Look at these Jim sucks emojis, Jim. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.